You're listening to the Aligned Way podcast show with me, Kelly Vikings, founder of the Divine Feminine Women in Business, Divine Alignment and Divine Business Code, and best-selling author of Secrets of the Divine Business Code. Join me as I share how you can live life, love life from your soul and grow your business guided from your heart. The Aligned Way is a weekly podcast show for you, other women, female entrepreneurs from all over the world, wanting to love life, grow your successful business, creating more personal power, success and unlimited abundance. You can achieve all of this and more, and I'm here to show you how. Let's get started. Good morning, listeners. Today, you are in for one hell of a treat. We are joined by the amazing, the one and only Tim Wilde. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Kelly. Thank you so much. And hello, everybody, wherever you are, whatever time of day or night that you're listening to this too. Wow. This is the power, the power of tech, like literally. It's yeah, we, did, we didn't have we didn't have this level of communication ten years ago, did we? It was all yeah. it was all a little bit of social media, maybe a little bit of Skype, you know, all that kind of stuff. But now we're we're really cruising, aren't we? We're we're getting out there. It's the fast lane, spiritual yeah. ascension, expansion, and growth. We are in the fast lane. We are, and indeed. this is why it's so important to have inspiration and mentors like you that are doing it in a really authentic and genuine, truthful way. So I think it's important to say that because for any listeners that haven't heard of Tim, I've been following Tim for about three, three and a half, maybe four years. And, you know, he's showed up with integrity, with honour, but always with the heartbeat of the person. And that's why I've brought him on actually as my first guest of our show. Really appreciate that, Kelly. Thank you. And I didn't realise it had been like... Because there's been a lot of changes in what I do in four in four years. I mean, I kind of made a massive switch or transition towards the vibration that I'm kind of bringing through now. About two, well, two and a half, well, just over two years ago, when at the start of the whole planetary shift, when things started getting really juicy and interesting, basically. Before then, it just felt like the message was on repeat. You know, we're getting light in, we're doing this, we're doing that, but we weren't actually seeing anything physical in our reality changing we were just kind of going through the motions ourselves all of a sudden we've got a different playground and we've had that playground for two years now and it's getting very very it's getting very interesting out there isn't it yeah well I see this as you were the one as well as a few other leaders as well who were standing up and speaking truth and in in that sort of year two years of having to stand up and feel sometimes like you weren't necessarily heard Mm. I think sometimes what that is, is you're being seen and people are processing it. Yeah. And it's it takes a while for that energy to come back. But it's not that people weren't watching you and admiring what you were doing. It's more so that people were just like, hmm, what's this about? Hmm. Yeah. And we're still getting that now, but we've got a lot more people that are fully awake. This is it. I mean, the most, the, the best part of... 2020 onwards is I mean I can remember sitting in in a rare state of meditation in my household on on New Year's Eve on 2019 just as it was going into 2020 and Archangel Metatron came in and he was quite chirpy and he was going on about 
what an incredible year it's going to be. And to be honest with you, it's starting to feel a little bit like a stuck record at that point. I've constantly been hearing 2016, 17, 18, 19, how all of these changes are going to occur, how the energy is rising, but we weren't seeing any tangible results. But from August 2019 onwards, I'd started to get the indications and the, the, the kind of the flags that things actually were going to start shifting. So when Archangel Metatron said that night, right, this year, two billion people are going to be sprung awake. They're not necessarily going to be ready for it. They're not going to register it. They're not they're, the, the majority of them will be distinctly uncomfortable with what is going on, but necessarily at the end of it we're going to have this number of souls who've been triggered on the planet by this time. So I'm processing all of this and thinking, well, how on earth in the space of 12 months are we going to spring that many people into a state of partial awakening, full awakening, you know, not even whether they're constructively using that new knowledge or that new awareness or not, it was happening within that year. And and so and and from that point onwards, off we went. Really, it's quite incredible. It is incredible, and I think what we're talking about again. There'll be listeners here today that are thinking, "What are they going on about? What are they talking about?" <laughs> you know, because my audience is a mix, and for most part, we talk about this as spiritual enlightenment and you know ascension. And Tim, actually, his business model is practical ascension. So he is one of my mentors and he can be one of your mentors. You can connect with Tim on his YouTube channel, his Facebook, um, which is Tim Wild Practical Ascension. I'm dropping this in now rather than at the end, because I know that you're going to be blown away with what Tim's going to talk about. And actually, on that note, listeners, as always, I did a little bit of a card pull and I normally just do like a, an oracle, Tim, or something. Yeah, but today, I when I was doing my daily tarot, I picked up some cards and they literally flew out at me. And what we're talking about just now is the world, yeah. because right. you have, in your cycle of life, you have evolved around the uh, the world, and you have activated unity consciousness. Right. We talk about that. We do talk about that. In fact, that is the game plan. the 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 entire process that we're going through. Whether your listeners are tuned into the overall picture of what's going on or just kind of focusing on what's in their immediate fields at the moment, ultimately everybody at this moment on the planet, whether they're whatever level of consciousness they're functioning on, will be aware that there is a shift occurring and that shift is occurring to move in a certain direction. There's two very distinctive game plans that are being played out, both the, the 3D vibration that, that we where we've ultimately come from, at the, and at the fifth dimensional vibration that we're, we're, we're targeting, that we're moving to, both are claiming unity consciousness, but they have very different meanings on each vibrational state, which is, which is where things get interesting. Mm. Talk about 3D and 5D. Okay. Right, 3D is where we've been for a very long time. You know, like humanity started toddling around on this planet in a third dimensional vibration. So it's a very physical, tangible world. You know, when when people on the spiritual pathway are wishing 3D away, 
you know sometimes we've we've I've, I've said in kind of classes or live events don't don't wish this away too fast you know we 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 these physical bodies they are a gift this environment is a gift we can taste it we can touch it we can see it we can interact with it once you move into the realms of non-physical much of that is is removed but you know you move above the benchmark of benchmark of what we call polarity and so the third dimension is a school it's a learning plane but ultimately the the kind of the idea of of the third dimension was to teach human beings how to be in physical with an ego okay so a lot of the third dimension was dominated by ego particularly the last 2000 years the 2000 years were very dense very dark and so i look at it as a, a time frame of 10000 years the old the, the kind of like the the depths or kind of the pinnacle of 3d has been the last 10,000 years since the fall of Atlantis okay that's a different that's a different conversation altogether with the fall of Atlantis so what's happened is we have triggered a planetary rising consciousness or it has been preordained it's been planned for a very long time okay so earth was never meant to stay in the third dimensional humanity was never meant to stay in the third dimension on the 21st of December 2012 which is known as the cosmic moment or the end of the world, as a lot of people were describing it, as the Mayans described it, because they couldn't see any further past that point. It was a blank canvas. We were triggered into a window where we are now. We're halfway through that 20-year window, and it's kind of known, in inverted commas, as the fourth dimension. It's the chaotic bit in the middle. So in the middle of this 20-year transition from 3D to 5D, we are dropping everything which anchors us into a lower frequency. That's why things are so turbulent. That's why things are so difficult. So ultimately, our old school, we've left it. The doors are open. Some people are choosing to stay and continue to learn at that level because they haven't gained enough maybe from those learning experiences. But the majority of us, I'd say probably, my numbers in 2008 were 6 billion out of 8 billion people are walking through that gateway to choose to continue learning at a higher level. So the old terminology ascension was usually, it usually is defined by leaving your physical body, leaving the realm of the physical, you ascend. Okay, that's very much kind of the description of Christ at the, the, the point of his death, he ascended. And we're not doing that at the moment. We're holding a much higher vibration than we were previously, but in a physical body. So we're going for all of these incredible changes. We're taking more light in. We're activating chakras that have been dormant for 10,000 years. We're, we're repairing DNA that has been damaged or, or kind of scarred by traumatic events over thousands, over millennia, basically. And never at, Never will we be experiencing on our pathway, either spiritual or or non-spiritual, a more turbulent time on this planet. Okay, it is absolutely as chaotic as it is going to be at this moment in time, depending on what your perspective is. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but that 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 is ultimately three D is a school, five D is kind of, I suppose, the the nicer end of the education spectrum when you've learned your lessons you've moved out of it and you've chosen to leave behind what you no longer need to work with 
Does that make sense? It makes total sense. I think knowing a lot of my audience and their ears will be like, oh, that explains. (laughs) It's quite interesting. And I would totally agree with everything that Tim had just said in a sense of everybody who seems to be processing. But, and there is a but, there's this flip of energy, as you said, there's polarity. So it's it's almost like we have two, we have a light side and a dark side. We do. Um, and with the light side, it can be, oh, look at all this fluffy unicorns and da da da. And then with the dark side, it can be, ah, but this is what you need to do. So it's controlling. It's that fear-based And I am such a passionate person about love. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's all about love. And that love energy is, you know, in that light version of of lightness or darkness. And I encourage for all people, yes, to take responsibility, to look at their lives, to the discernment piece was a big one, wasn't it, with ego recently. I felt all of that coming through. But not to sit there, not to no. stay there. And this is the bit that saddens me sometimes, and it genuinely does, is we don't need to stay in the shadows. How do you feel about that? And how do you feel about love as a, an emotion and as a light? It's a really interesting point, actually, because what's been coming up mostly at the end of last year and probably dominated the first five months of this year is the necessity for the shadow work. Okay. Now, a lot of people assume that, or, you know, if you're a newcomer to the spiritual pathway, or if you're, if you're a little bit further down the road and you're seasoned and you've, you, you, you've, you've done, you've done a few, few laps of the block kind of thing. Shadow work is either something that you're acquainted with or you're extremely frightened of because it means visiting the dark, gnarly, grotty kind of side of your, not necessarily your aspects of your own personality, but where you've been in the past. Okay, so we're not just talking about this lifetime. We're talking about kind of foraging around in your Akashic records, which are the records of your previous existences, where things have occurred that have carried through to this lifetime so at the moment because we have had so much light shone on us and the world around us all the shadows are visible so in order to engage with that world with with what we would classify as unconditional love we need to be as accepting of where we've been those aspects of our shadow personality and embrace them as we do embrace the fluffy side of it all so a lot of these illusions about the spiritual pathway being a soft option being the easy pathway to take you know oh do you know what i've had enough of this i'm going to start being spiritual i'm going to collect crystals i'm going to believe in angels and everything's going to be all right and i'm going to feel damn well great every day well you're not okay because you're going to get you're going to get knocked into a world where you have to accept what you would previously regard as unacceptable. You've got to dig into things that, I mean, there's, there's, there's an old, there's an old, like an ancient Sanskrit saying of like, you know, the, there's a room underneath the house that everything gets shoved into. And eventually that room gets so full, the door bursts open. Don't be the person that keeps on shutting the door and expecting the room to become fuller and fuller because eventually it will, it will fly out. 
at the moment, there's a lot of people around us whose rooms burst open because they've because <laughs> they haven't done the work. They haven't they haven't looked they haven't looked into the basement. They've they've been kind of dodging it for yeah. a long period of time. So this has come up and it's and it's become a bit of a wallop. So we're seeing the shock in the spiritual community of all of a sudden, right? Okay, the shadows are here. We've got to accept and embrace it. And it's got to be done with love. The only way to alchemize those shadows is to embrace them with love. So love is the target. Okay. Love is where love, love is the, the golden temple at the top of the mountain that we're all kind of scrabbling up towards, you know, whether we're walking the pathway up to that temple nice and easily, or whether it's a bloody slog, (laughs) either way we're doing it. And and if you're on the spiritual pathway, it's almost like you are no longer in you that that trajectory. It's no longer a choice. It's a propulsion. So we're part of a movement. We're part of a wave of energy, which is no longer it, it's it's no longer controllable. The momentum is undeniable, and it's happening worldwide, and it's carrying everybody in the same direction, but also on the same side of it we're having to look at the aspects of this planet which previously remained hidden so Mm. interesting Mm. times it is interesting and you know for some people that are listening now they may have experienced aspects of their life where they've experienced extreme adversity or trauma Um, maybe they're in these cyclical patterns and cycles that aren't serving them Mm. and I think if we're really genuinely honest with ourselves, each of us has had to work through different aspects, some people more than others. Yeah. I've had to work through more than others. Okay. And and I've seen through my lifetime, 14, being out on my own, leaving home. I've been abused. I've had a relationship with domestic violence. I've lost everything. Three years ago, I went bankrupt and I literally, my whole world fell apart. Right. And sometimes we can feel in those moments that that's it, game over. I've yeah. I've struggled with my uh, mental health at times mm. as well. But equally, when we look back, when we've been able to heal and forgive, and forgiveness is a big, I mean, for me, that was my biggest teaching was to be able to forgive those that had really hurt me yeah. and to, and they're not one of those people that aren't here anymore, but soul to soul. Mm-hmm. forgive them and that is that's where love comes in yeah because we have to like tim was saying listeners we have to process these things we have to take responsibility we have to take the lessons that we're learning here in this world but equally we don't have to sit there and it, it's it's not going to define who we are like our past is our past mm. but what can define who we are is our energetics and if we can cleanse our energetic field and we can rise with love, I have no words for it. I just see, I just see beauty. And on that note, I was saying earlier about pulling the cards. Yeah. And I used actually Diana Cooper's Ascension cards. Oh, that deck. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I've got the deck. <laughs> <laughs> And I, two flipped out and I was like, ah, so one for Tim, one for me. (laughs) Mine was Mary Magdalene, which is very appropriate for what you were just talking about. Very appropriate considering yellow is my colour and it says on here as well, she radiates a glowing buttercup yellow 
light to all who attuned to her. And her light was hidden from us for centuries. Yeah. She was misjudged about her role. And it says here that if you have felt wronged or misunderstood, Mary Magdalene offers you courage. And courage is such a big word in the Ascension journey because we all have to find our own courage. But together what we have is hope. And that is really powerful. So that was that. And then also, Tim, yours was the golden and silver violet flame. Nice. Which I was like, wow, this, because I know that you love your archangels and I know that you work Mm. with Archangel Michael, don't you, a lot? I'm very close with Archangel Michael. We we go back a long way. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to you about that in a minute. This actually says here that if you invoke this mighty energy, that's you, by the way, Tim, uh, to, to clear your ascension path, working with Archangel St. German and is it Zadkael? Archangel Zadkael, yeah. yeah. St. Germain and Archangel Zadkael are both what we would call Cohen's of the Violet Flame. Right. So together they've worked in harmony with other archangels to kind of you got the base energy of the violet flame and then it's been added to as we've raised our vibration. We've got more accessibility to these higher vibrations where we needed different tools for different jobs. The, the, the violet flame has grown and it's yeah. become marvellous now. And that's healing. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. The ascension is that is one of the symptoms is cleansing our energy space through cleansing it. Yeah. Cleansing is one of the joys of the ascension pathway, is it not? It's one of the one of the things that is probably for for those of you who've even spent the smallest amount of time on the spiritual pathway, you realise that there's a lot of purging and a lot of cleansing going on at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Ways to work with me. Why not come and join us in our free Facebook community, Divine Feminine Women in Business? or sign up for a weekly blog, The Divine Weekly News. Also, a gift from my heart to yours, a free 33-day programme, Claim Your Divine Ultimate Power. Maybe you'd like to get your hands on a copy of my best-selling book, Secrets of the Divine Business Code. There are many ways to work with me, groups, or in an intimate one-to-one scenario. My signature programmes are Divine Alignment and the Divine Business Code. Take a look at how you can work with me on kellyvikings.com forward slash links. I look forward to connecting with you, getting to know you and also working with you. In terms of Archangels, Tim, how do you work with yours? So if somebody's listening there and they think, oh, Archangels. It's, it's funny because a lot of people assume that I'm, I'm clairvisual. And it's it's funny for years and years of, of kind of running groups, workshops, there's always one person, say, in a group of 50 who can see very clearly they, they or they say they're clairvisual. It's like, oh, there's a big golden angel floating around the room or, or they can see Commander Ashtar or somebody else. Clairvisual abilities are actually quite rare. I'm not clairvisual. I can count the number of times that I've seen things with my eyes close on the fingers of both of my hands and I've still got 10 fingers at the moment so or eight fingers <laughs> sometimes, you know what I, mean? um, I, I tend to be very claircognizant which is is predominantly knowing combined with clairsentience mm. so that clairsentience communicates with me and the archangels communicate with me via my clairsentience my claircognizance 
and also by visual triggers like if they say for just totally for the sake of the this this conversation if i'm missing something that the universe is trying to tell me or they're trying to give me a message and i'm i'm ignoring all of the other prompts i'll get a car pull out in front of me with a picture with the sign writing on the side of it and i'll nearly t-bone it or something like that (laughs) they, they get the message through eventually so my communication with the archangels has be purely been by occasionally by a dream but more knowing because i know what my fields feel like and i can feel the switch in energy when they come in and i can basically read a message when it is given to me via almost which side of side of the the brain that that that, that information is feeding in so if it's archangel michael i sense and feel very strongly that blue ray that 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 blue energy the blue cloak and yeah. typically kind of shot with golden energy the the, the golden lightning the blue lightning all, all, all of the rest of the and then there's archangel metatron then there's the the huge and growing host of the archangel crowd that are coming in now because it used to be just the, the few that were communicating with now there are hundreds hundreds gathering to the planet more and more are coming in as 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 this year goes on so it's getting it's my connection to them is incredibly strong but i regard them as colleagues as friends rather than that relationship we have where you call upon a higher being to save your life or to save your situation now we are working partners because it's almost like i've moved through that stage of having to have that kind of reliant or that necessity on someone to save me because I've been through enough situations now on the spiritual pathway to realize that no one's going to do that for me apart from me. I'm just going to get the guidance I need to pull myself out of whatever situation I've got myself into. So yeah, the communication is very solid, but all spiritual communication with the higher realms is something that you have to work with depending on how your third eye works, really. Mm. I would say that many of us will resonate with certain aspects of what you've just said. And the Claire's are, I feel like they're such a gift. Yeah. Uh, the more that you work with them, the more powerful they become and the more honoured you feel. And like you said, you bring in your teams. And I yeah. think we're going to talk about certain things in a minute. But I do actually have some really cool questions. Yeah. And I mean, we could talk about like stuff like this all day because yeah. it's, yeah, you're like, woo. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's so important right now and it's so needed but I'd like to just kind of have a look in the basement of Tim Wilde and see a little bit about you yeah Yeah. we're in there (laughs) (laughs) so my first question is and I love having vision because Mm. I think that's where we sometimes can step out of these painful moments or shadows is by looking forwards Mm. I do feel like sometimes human beings we forget the bit of just actually enjoying being like, I don't know about you, but I'm really loving this. I, yeah. I, I'm so, you know, for listeners right now in this moment, just appreciate how special this is. Like we have Tim Wilde with us this morning and you're listening to this. This is amazing. So enjoy oh, these you. moments. But also let's look forward. What's mm. your vision in the next 10 years? Yeah. To have seen this planet rearrange in a position of integrity love and unity to have seen the current constructions archived to history 
because they don't work and to have witnessed what the the the, the great the, the greatest aspiration i have is to see everybody who's aligned themselves to working from the heart center step into a position of their own personal authority and power that's the only way that this planet will work at a higher frequency is when everybody owns their own stuff their own vibration there's no people putting themselves on pedestals higher than others there's nobody on the take there's nobody who is using somebody else's energy time finances for their own personal gain with no recompense balance balance unity cooperation love peace because we have we can't have peace without love there's there's all of this chaos at the moment the the kind of the third dimensional seeding of of conflict you know you can't have peace without conflict that's a very third dimensional that 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 concept is disappearing because people simply aren't buying that story anymore because they're all they're all aligning with their heart center so ultimately my vision of the future is to see us all working together as a huge cooperative group obviously i don't you know like we're not all going to be six billion people in one space we're going to yeah the world exactly and so i don't believe that the geographically things are going to change an incredible amount but i do believe that where we are and what we're doing it's going to be very tied in with each other. We're all going to be communicating at a very, very high level, but we're going to be localized, sustained. The earth is going to be treated a lot better than it used to be because obviously the resources have just been farmed, used, abused, all Great. the rest of it. And with this increase in consciousness comes an increase in technology. So all of the stuff that we've put away at the fall of Atlantis is going to start kind of filtering back in people like you others on this on the ascension pathway getting all of this, these keys and these codes and the knowledge to bring this through it's aligned with a gold print that was set out during the golden era of atlantis that all of us whether we know it or not are inadvertently being drawn into because it's a guiding force this is what i was talking about earlier with this 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 current or this flow of incredibly powerful energy that's taking us all in the same direction, providing that we're aligned with our hearts and that we've done the work in order to get there. That's the key, I believe. Oh, like literally goosebumps. <laughs> Imagine in 10 years' time. We're going to we be are... making serious progress. You know, but if you think where we've come in the last 10 years, how many people are awake compared to, say, how many people were awake in 2013, jump 10 years on to 2023 look at the state of the consciousness on the planet compared to where it was 10 years ago and you have an idea of how much further it's going to come in five years in six years seven years how many people are going to be awake on this planet acting on the vibration or the pull of the heart the heart supersedes everything okay so the ego has been in charge the chaos is the ego not wishing to let go so you've got a massive dark night of the soul going on at the moment as everyone's ego screeching and carrying on, like come back sort of thing. Keep feeding me, but it's no longer in control. Mm. I've seen a switch and that switch yeah. is quite recent where it's all going in the direction of the heart now. 
and mm-hmm. and if it's not then it stops and it resets and the things that are are holding that those old boundaries together just disintegrate and the like it's a powerful time to be on this planet it really is mm. we deserve to be happy yeah we do everyone does yeah for so long now i've watched patterns and people and their patterns and we can we can absolutely we can we can look at this in a new way like it is it's 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 really weird because I catch myself sometimes, Tim, and I don't know whether this is being aware. So this mm-hmm. is consciously becoming aware of how we're living life or our spiritual path. And I, I sometimes go, oh, no, I'm not going to respond in that way. Mm-hmm. Because what, where does that come from? Who is that serving? Yeah. And often you do, you catch yourself and you go, that isn't actually about we, that's mm-hmm. about me. And that's not, there's no place for that here. No. But ultimately, love does start from within. So it's, there's an element of self-service and we have to honour ourselves. But it's with wisdom, with kindness, with gentleness. And this is why it's quite ironic, isn't it? The majority of the work that I do is with women, because I've been that woman where the success and the, the really like just what, what are you going to do to create success that like the ego drives you it does. and you're busy and you're burnt out and you what are you doing it for yeah and that 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 was the universe three years ago that went aha no <laughs> and at the time it was like oh but then when you move forward you realize actually I wasn't meant to be doing that I am meant to be doing this and for women now for me to be able to help them to claim their own internal power to navigate their external world in a way that is aligned to their heart that mm-hmm. feels good that gives them joy and freedom yeah. and abundance not 5 10k figures and all that bullshit but actually yeah. feels good that's what I'm talking about and I think that's what you're talking about as oh, well absolutely yeah what a lot of people don't understand at the moment or and is part of the learning process is the concept of abundance people automatically think it's tied in with money but the concept of abundance is self-provision under universal flow and that's everything that's everything tied into the pot you know the the the, our the way that we care for ourselves the way we provide for ourselves is going to change over the next two decades or so you know the, the the exchange between human beings Always, even though it's even though money is classified as money and it's, it's it's put on a pedestal, it is an energy exchange. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the 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 these these formats will change. There will always be an exchange between people, but as we level up, as we become more heart centered, those, those those exchanges will become fair. Like I was saying earlier on, there won't be somebody sat in the bank making hundreds of thousands of pounds out of people raking it in everything is going to be more balanced and unified but people have got to believe that they deserve that Mm. that's one of the biggest obstacles at the moment it's like who me you know like do i really deserve all of this wonderful stuff because we've been programmed not to yeah over over how many years And, and particularly on the spiritual pathway there's a huge kind of poverty initiation that people have to move through that once you become spiritual, you deserve to be skin, which mm. is a complete, it, it's, it's nonsense. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nonsense. You know, if you're, if you're giving away your stuff, yourself and your time and your stuff for free, then you're not honoring and valuing 
yourself in the first place. That's lesson number one. You know, you love yourself, you honour and take pride in every single thing that you do. And so therefore everything is offered on a on an, on an energy exchange. Yeah. See what I mean? So Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I believe that too. And the more that we it's like manifestation, I think we need to go beyond that now. Yeah. I don't think it's about manifesting, it's being consciously aware, but mm. it's about opening our heart. And when I do that, I always feel it coming through the palms of my hands. And yeah. And just receiving it, receiving yeah. this joy, receiving this peace receiving this love Hmm. and and really being ready to receive and i think that's the big one readiness to receive because so many people think that they're ready or they say they're ready and when it actually comes in wham they're like what is this you know and and so you have to you have to have done the preparations within yourself to be ready and this is what we were talking earlier on about the shadow work because the shadow work gets in the way until the shadow work has been dealt with. There's no clean receptacle to put the higher abundance and these beautiful energies into. Mm. So this is why it's so tough at the moment. <laughs> I know, I know. So when do you feel divinely aligned? When do you feel divine alignment? I saw this question. I thought it was really interesting because a lot of people would put kind of divine alignment again on a pedestal. You know, I'm, I feel divinely aligned when I'm doing this. But in actual fact, the target is to be divinely aligned at all times. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, you know, if, if I'm washing up or, or, make, or making tea for the kids or something like the trick is to be divinely aligned when I'm doing that rather than, oh, God, I've got to get this done. Then I can be divinely aligned. So we're always going to have these things around us that are going to knock us out of divine alignment if we're viewing it as something which isn't divinely aligned. So, yeah. that, so it, everything that we do is a walking meditation. Hence why I changed the name of what I do to practical ascension, because this is a practical incarnation. Yeah. We're here practically doing it on the planet in physical and we've got all of these different things around us that we've got to navigate on a daily basis. Who says that at the end of that, if you if you know you can be more divinely aligned when you've stopped doing the things that you need to do, your chores need to be as divinely aligned as your as your spirit, as the rest of your as the rest of your life. So it's about every moment. Yeah. I really love that, Tim, because it is it's about honoring all aspects of who you are internally, yeah. externally through connection and that can be a personal level it can be um a social level and it could be a professional level but you're absolutely right it's a way of being it is i mean obviously you kind of draw the line at treading on lego or something like that you can can allow allow yourself a little swear word come out yeah 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 those kind of moments in time but generally speaking that's the that's the way that i've seen it yeah it's about every moment like you say, not bringing that focus that it's almost, you know, like the, the Zen in every single thing that you do, because until you've operated, until you've engaged in those tasks at a different frequency, the, 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 the kind of the bog down of the, of it, the, the bog downness of it is not going to go away. Yeah. And at that note as well, when you're at a high frequency and you're energetically aligned, mm. it is like you're unstuck, like, I can't describe it other than for the first time in a long time, probably since I was a child, 
when I was innocent mm-hmm. and just doing my thing normally with horses and mud but, uh-huh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good to feel this ascension and how when you're in alignment how it feels mm-hmm. it's um it's amazing and you're always going to get things coming at you like Always. if you said oh that's it you know every day I'm in joy I'm abundant I feel peace yeah. because life isn't always like that and we all have these things that come at us and that's the external world and whilst we're in this 4d consciousness and not everybody's stepped into the unity of consciousness yeah. it's going to be a bit sticky and a bit messy but that's okay you know, it's, it's, it's okay. We just accept yeah. that. It's it's an interesting concept. And it's, it's worth noting that once you've kind of moved through the other side of the polarity barrier, once we've passed, you know, the, the ego tests and everything. I mean, what, if you look at the jobs and the roles of the ascended masters in non-physical, their lives aren't completely seamless. They're always got new tasks, new way of pushing themselves, new jobs to do. It's simply the level of responsibility just gets bigger. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What about your business and how you, because how do you feel about how you started your business, how it's evolved um, and what you're doing today? And is it, and then have you built it, grown it in an aligned way? Yeah, it's grown completely organically. I mean, okay. it's, I, started off running a gardening business that's when I what I did for a job I was I was a block paver I've been a builder I've been a gardener um even done a bit of door work when my sons were were, sons were small that kind of thing and but it was the gardening that kind of led to the spiritual world that I'm in now because it was gardening through gardening that I met Diana Cooper who is my good friend and has been my mentor since 2003 and I found that it connected me completely to the earth. And when I was when I was out there, when I'm just kind of doing my thing, cutting the lawns, weeding the beds, cutting the hedges, that kind of thing, that's when the real information used to come in. So I think it was about 2013 when I started bringing through my my personal information in a way that I wanted to present it to other people. And it was at that point that the universe kind of said, right, you're going to stop gardening and you're going to start doing this now. But it came with a whole load of tests. There was a lot, there was a lot of kind of switch over things going on. My son was very young at the time. I lost my gardening business in quite a dramatic way, very similar to the way, you know, there, there, was, there was financial issues, bankruptcy, all of that kind of stuff. So when I started doing what I'm doing now, it was very much right. I am just going to take what I know and present it no certificates no kind of like you know bells and whistles i'm just simply going to say right i know this i've been studying this i have these ideas coming through and if you're drawn to it you come to it kind of thing and it's grown from that point onwards so i'd be surprised if anybody wouldn't be drawn to working with you in a way that just lights up their world oh thank you, know, you. it's no it's it's not a it's truth, you know, and I'm, I, I, I just don't know if you recognise that, like some of the days when I was going through stuff and I was like, and I remember saying to my partner, like, oh, I watched this video with Tim. It's really good. It's like all about, the, you know, 
there's certain times and it's the right person at the right time just had a little angel come through then and it's it's those sorts of things that yeah you just kind of see like that was clearly meant to be yeah that was divine timing that was that was meant to happen like you were saying the synchronicities and I don't know if you really appreciate like that from a different angle like because of what happened to you because of the the belief that you had in that world in the, a new world because you took that risk mm. and because you were brave enough and you had the courage to do that that has enlightened so many other beings on this planet in this lifetime that which... ultimately is what i would love to see for everybody to yeah. take whatever it is that you have the gifts that you've brought through and use them to the ultimate of the ultimate benefit of yourself and everybody around you. So that, that I think is the goal for all of humanity. Yeah. I think so. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. I really appreciate that. I know that you work with Diana and I'm sure cause her energy is just divine. <laughs> yeah. And, and having somebody that you can talk to and mm. who really understands and listens is really good i i'm looking for a spiritual mentor because i think it's important and i think you know just uh, sharing that and announcing that is is a really lovely thing to to be able to say like you know i've i've learned so much from diana and it's because of her and i think that's just gorgeous she she, she kind of um i can remember bringing through in 2008 something called the blue star seal which was my first atlantean gift back from Archangel Michael. And um and it was so annoying at the time. I was like, oh my God, I've got this amazing tool. I've got this amazing information. I've got to share it with the world. And he's like, no, you can't. The only person you can tell is Dinah Cooper, and you're gonna have to keep this under your hat until we tell you that it is called cool to release it. And I had to wait five years. It was 2013 before that information went out. But when it did, Dinah Cooper put it in her newsletter. So I did have an incredible helping hand yeah. i remember this yeah yeah because she writes about it doesn't she as That's well right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was such a landmark event in my life that that, that, that is taking that and, and bringing it in it is from that foundation that everything was built on really it's, it's yeah. incredible well my next question was about your spiritual mentor and who you're taking your wisdom and guidance from so that kind of answers that but has there been anyone else I'd say Joshua, Dr. Joshua David Stone, who's passed yeah. in 2012. He's actually one of my spiritual guides and turns up at events and in psychic readings. And it's his books. Um, obviously, he received his information from Joao Paul and Alice Bailey. But he his information is just top notch. I love it. It's yeah. so technical and tip of the pyramid. And, you know, like you want to get your teeth into something really. Yeah. Some proper yeah. ascension goodies. Check his books out. Yeah. I think we've kind of covered everything in terms of the questions that I had. I could talk for you for ages, like time. It's just like, this is, oh, Um, is there anything though that you would like to talk about and just to sort of close the show? Just to say, for those of you that might be kind of just stepping onto the spiritual pathway to navigating the world that we're living in at the moment is When you hear the term, keep it high vibe, keep your sights high and clear, that is not some kind of like spiritual fluffiness. That is the key to 
where we are navigating at the moment. All of the input into our spiritual world needs to come from a place of the heart. It needs to come from a positive, from a positive aspect. Because there's a lot of people out in the spiritual field at the moment that are kind of fueling their kind of spirit, almost like spiritual indignation or rage with the information that has been kind of seeded in from the 3D matrix. Rise above it. Okay, rise above it and know that what we are going through at the moment is a necessary part of the change. But if you look at it from a higher perspective, you can see the beauty in the unraveling. We're not going to be kind of plunged into some kind of dystopian 1980 or 1984 Orwellian world. We haven't incarnated to do that. Our plan is to move from 3D to 5D as efficiently and as clinically precisely as possible. But at the moment, we're at the we're at the unraveling stage. So just hold your trust and hold your faith mm. as high as possible. Trust is the biggest thing I think I work with yeah. in terms of my clients is learning to just trust. Mm. Because I think sometimes something that one of my guides gave to me about a year ago, and it was actually really weird. It was on a sign at the Eden Project and it just stood oh. out and I went, oh! yeah. and it was seeing no, believing in the invisible. Absolutely. And that's a big thing because as humans, logically, we want everything to be mapped out. We want to know A to Z, how are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. Time plan, strategy, da, da, da. And it's okay to have spiritual belief and to be really in the flow and to just allow. And you can have an element of strategy and kick ass like, like in warrior spirit. But ultimately, we do as human beings, we need to trust ourselves. Yeah. And we need to trust in humanity. Yeah. And the way we can do that is by opening up and activating our heart portal. That's key, that I is, think. That is the ultimate key. Because once yeah. you've done that, everyone and everything around you rises to your frequency and not the other way around. You become master of your environment rather than it mastering you. And at yeah. the moment, it's it's a learning process as people are learning how to manage the, their own power it's actually acknowledgement of self-power more than anything else. It's brilliant. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tim. Honestly, I, I've i enjoyed every moment. I know that the listeners have as well. I am, listeners, by the way, going to be putting Tim's website where you can actually, and I mean, he's got some amazing stuff that he's written on. He's got all of his up-and-coming events that you can join and you can attend. And what I also love is he's got these amazing crystals, which <laughs> which is ironic because in one of our sessions, you gave me a rose quartz ankh. Ah. And then I went onto your website to look for here and you yeah. have anks. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I need to get one of those. And I will yeah. do at some point. I will do. Oh. So we'll share how our listeners can get hold of you and how they can work with you. And Tim, have a lovely day. You know, just thank you, Kelly. It. It's been so an absolute honor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lots of love, everybody. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Aligned Way with me, Kelly Vikings. I hope you've loved, laughed, and are ready to step into your fun fire. Don't forget to follow me on socials. To claim your goodies, visit kellyvikings.com. And I hope you're feeling positively inspired today to live, love, life and to grow your business the aligned way. Have a gorgeous day.